Shut up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Yep, I can hear the difference. I can't hear you at all now. I'll provide some banter. We start Thursday, I'll be naked as fuck. This call is being recorded. Ha <laughs> ha we're back. We're back. Um, NFL. We start in two days. Can't believe it. We're opening with the Bills at the Rams on Thursday night. It's been a long summer. It's been a long time since we've had NFL football. Um, Super Bowl. Bengals Rams. That was a fun one. I was with you two. In it person. was very fun until we lost. But you know, it's still cool to see uh, the Bengals going to their second. In a, or a Super Bowl, and oh, we'll get them this year. The, the Bengals could have won that game. Oh, yeah. They were leading right that game. Yeah. Now, now the question, the question is, <clears throat> did the Bengals deserve to be there? Were they the best team in the AFC last year? I think so. They're up there. They're yeah, up there. I, 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 think, um, I think the offensive uh, – mind at head coach needs some more work he got some very much needed experience um being the runner-up um and i truly think they have a chance to do it again i i know it's not common or ever a situation where the runner-up goes back to the super bowl but um I, it could be they're a good team yeah and i think the argument is um uh buffalo i mean they looked amazing, and they played uh, a postseason game that literally changed the rules. So we'll see how that affects the NFL this year. Uh, I think they're the the argue the big argument for AFC last year on you know who's the best team. Yeah, I agree. I think you guys are both homers. I would say the Bengals definitely deserve to be there, mm-hmm. but I do not think they were the best team in the AFC. Well, and that's the, I don't know, the blessing and the curse of NFL. Mm -hmm. A lot of other sports, they'll play best of uh, three, best of five. Uh, NFL, you got to win the game to get to the next game. And uh, it's not about being the best theoretically. It's just being the best that day. I'm going to give one more piece of defensiveness for the Cincinnati Bengals. Give me a piece. Of why they should have been there. (laughs) Okay. Who have we argued is one of the best teams in the AFC year after year, Kansas city chiefs, Chiefs, right? Yep. 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 Did they manhandle them? Not only in the playoffs, but the last time they saw each other in season as well, they just dominated them because March. Second half. Yeah. yeah, Domination may, may be a bit of a stretch, but they pulled out the W in spectacular fashion and, yeah, I don't know. They deserved it. Well, the man you heard there to my right, Corey. Corey, Corey, Corey. Tell those of you who are watching. <laughs> <laughs> He's also on my left. Um, so we'll go for full circle. Tell me, how was your summer? What have you done since the Super Bowl? Just literally been itching for more football, so this is incredible. But, um, you know, really kind of a boring summer for me. A lot of work, had one vacation. Um, but just missed you guys. Can't wait to go to Herman again and drink some of that Herman yeah. wine, watching football oh. eventually. So I don't yes. think we're going to do Super Bowl this year, but in season or something, it's it's got to happen. And t- to my other left, um, the man that is considering quitting his job to become a professional uh, sports better and <laughs> fantasy player, Stefan, your summer, was it better than Corey's? Was it worse? What'd you do? It was good. Well, um, for the last couple of years, I've been in school, and I am not in school now. I am free. They kicked me out. I graduated. <laughs> I graduated. So very excited to be done. And now I have all this free time to gamble and go to games and have a good time. Season ticket holder. Yeah. Stephen. Round of applause. Yes. Yes. I think I might end up going to the game this Sunday, actually. Nice. Were you not going to? Or were you going to sell them? 
I've got them listed, and uh, if the price is right, uh, uh-huh. we'll be watching from Stone's Bowling. So if this were many of the years past, when the Steelers were actually favored to win the division, those tickets probably would have already gone for a significant value, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I I would love them to sell, but you know, also it's week one. It's like a it's like a win win, really. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, in a whole other regard, it is a win lose <laughs> monetarily. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. Here we are. So, for those of you new to the podcast, we'll do this every week, and we go through all the primetime games and make a pick against the current spread today's tuesday um this is very hard to do because you're forced into the games you want to pick and you got to use the spread that's available on tuesday uh but we do it some weeks were great some weeks were bad don't don't trail us but we'll give you some good nuggets um i have a model that i've ran the last two years it does not beat the spread it goes about 50 percent, but it gives great macro level views um it's picked this it's it's ranked the super bowl champ number one all season the last two seasons um so pretty proud of that we'll have that tool available in week two and um we're going to introduce some some new tools and some more um data models this year so we'll have we'll have a lot to talk about each week we also entered bet Online's. um we'll call it the super contest you pick five games against the spread We've each got an entry in that, and then we're sharing two entries, and then we're we are in Bet Online Survivor. So you'll hear us talk about our Survivor pick each week. Um, big money prizes there, so hopefully we uh, we can cash in one of them and bring y'all along for the ride. <clears throat> so, what are you guys thinking about Survivor this week? Week one, I'll set this up by saying usually my strategy is you got to go with the home team. I don't like any of the home teams this week. There's a team that I, and I like that strategy too, um, especially on such a hot week, like week one, where fans are just dying to get back in there. Um, it's interesting to see the impact of fans. We saw that um, in 2020 when all the fans stayed at home, the um, the advantage really went down to zero. But now that games are, are um, having live crowds, that does impact things. And I think that events like week one can uh, really uh, impact th- that home team. So I like that strategy. I really like that strategy week one. Um, yeah. And it's, it's not so much that this team that I, I like this team, it's on the other side of the ball, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, opportunities, and that's why I really like the Titans at home. Yep. I know, um, I know, Z, you were saying you didn't like them, but um, man, I don't think the Giants are going to be good this year, uh, and I think it's a smash play for for a Titans win. Yeah, yeah. At home, looking at higher over under games or higher spread differentials and things like that. You got to look at, at why and what the big difference makers are going to be. And yeah, I couldn't agree that there's a few that just kind of stand out in the Titans, the Bengals at home. Um, those two are, are probably the main home games that people are going to be targeting this week. Yeah. I, I don't like the Titans this year. I don't like the giants either, but that's kind of more my logic is I think I think the Giants are going to be especially bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've also got to differentiate, right? We can't we got to survive. That's the number one goal. Yep. But if we can be on a team that no one else is on and that popular team loses, that's how you win Survivor. I went all the way last year in one of our leagues, right? You got to yeah. get a little lucky, of course. Um, sure. Kind of like the Bengals, though. They're not going to lose to the Steelers. I like the Bengals too. Well, you got a new quarterback who is fighting for position against an up and coming uh, rookie who looked really good in the preseason. Um, Pickett looked fantastic. And I honestly think within the next 
two to three weeks, we're going to see him as the starter. Um, and so Trubisky has a lot to play for. Uh, that being said, he's known for turnovers. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. And he was a uh, backup last year in Buffalo. So um, it's like a boom bust play, right? I could see yeah. it going very well. I could see it going terrible. But you, you just really don't know. Yeah. No, and, and to go along with what you said, Zach, the Bengals scare me for that exact reason because there's going to be one of those upsets that just nobody – it's a popular pick and nobody saw it coming when you really should. And I think the Bengals and Steelers pick is one of those because um, similarly looking at you know Bills, Patriots, whenever they play each other or before the Bills were really good, if, if we can remember that um, – Everybody loved the Patriots every time, right? But for some reason, the Bills just happened to rise above and, and beat the Patriots, uh, you know, multiple years in a row. Um, so the Steelers-Bengals Steelers game does scare me a little bit. Um, but all right. Well, now the, the, the big strategy is to go with the highest spread and go with that side. So, I mean, Colts look really good. Um, yep. Ravens. Yep, yep. 49ers are I think they're all at seven right now right yeah and Chiefs, Chiefs may get there then. oh yeah they're up to yeah. six Broncos Bron- yeah Broncos yep. is probably my favorite pick Chiefs um, I got at three um I think they steamed all the way up to six on bet online they go to six I'm, I'm on there right now maybe I'm looking at this wrong <laughs> Chiefs. Um, I just sounded like Patrick Mahomes are. Um, but yeah, minus six. They are minus six. They wow. were minus three almost all summer. And Spread. then. I must be looking at something wrong then. Okay. Let me just. No, I see, I see it. It's minus six. I'm shocked at that. That is. I minus six I against. One of my uh, <laughs> Arizona. Oh, I, okay. I'm sorry. I think I went down to week two. That is uh, oh yeah, clerical error. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's it's early. All right. So I think we talked a little yeah. strategy. We're gonna pencil in the Titans, but we'll we'll have a lot of conversations the rest of the week, and we'll see who we land on. Sure. Survive in advance, right? All right. So before we get into Thursday night. We got to talk Super Bowl picks, all right? Mm. So, obviously, we need your Super Bowl matchup, AFC winner, NFC winner. If you want to give your AFC championship game and your NFC championship game, you can do that as well. But all that is required is a Super Bowl matchup and who's going to win. Corey? Yeah, what you got? What you got? What you got? I don't have AFC matchup, NFC matchup, but I do have the Super Bowl pick, and I did choose a winner for it as well. Um, God, I'm so excited for this year. I think it's going to be a powerhouse at AFC again. We're looking at the West as we used to see the NFC West being the absolute dominant force in the NFL. And I think it's going to shift this year to be AFC West all the way. Broncos, Chargers, these teams are coming on super strong. So for me, LA Chargers for the AFC are going to be there this year for sure. You've got Justin Herbert, Staley at head coach, and this amazing wide receiver core that just keeps growing with Josh Palmer, young guys like that. Um, on the other side of the ball, San Francisco 49ers. How can you not love Kyle Shanahan and the offense and defense that he provides every single year? They weren't able to get it done the last time they were in the Super Bowl. They were the runner-ups. But I think they can do it, guys. I mean, this is this is a, a real chance for them. You look again, like I was talking about, NFC West, and Seattle Seahawks are going to be there. I hate to say it, but I don't think my Cardinals are going to be able to get there this year. They should be able to beat them. Um, you know, who are the other big contenders? Green Bay lost Devontae Adams. They should be good, but as it is this early, I love the 49ers. I got the Chargers winning the whole thing, though. Chargers over 49ers. Corey, are you related to the Shanahans? You kind of look like Kyle Shanahan. <sighs> How'd you know? 
<laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I like that. I um I like both those teams this year. I think everybody is kind of all over the Chargers, but 49ers, I I love that. Yeah, Definitely. 49ers are great last year. Uh Devo Samuel, oh my god, he was incredible. And now they got uh new quarterback coming in, taking over the reins. Yeah. Um committed to him. Second year yeah. quarterback. Second year quarterbacks always step up. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so if we look at the last two years in, uh, in Super Bowls, we have an interesting stat on, on um, winners, specifically quarterbacks. Do you know what okay. the uh, commonality is between them? I think we've talked about this, so uh, I foreshadowed it a little bit in the past. Wait, but, so, say it again. Um, it's, so, uh, all right, so who was the quarterback who won last year? It was um, the for Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Matthew Stafford. And what was interesting about that? He was on a new team. Oh, new team. Okay. Okay, okay. And the year before that? Um, we had Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. Switching teams. And on a new team. Switching teams. You're going with and, Baker Mayfield, uh, aren't you? I, you know it. No. <laughs> Carolina <laughs> Panthers uh, Super Bowl. I, you know, and don't get me wrong. I think there's a whole other argument about uh, Carolina. I think it's actually a really big upgrade, but, uh, but that's not the subject I'm talking about right now. We can talk okay. about that later. Um, I really like the Colts this year. Oh, so, oh, I thought yeah. you were going somewhere else. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I do really like the Colts. If you look at the AFC, I mean, it is stacked. Um, but if you look at the AFC South, I think that there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, you've got the Titans who are ho-hum. Uh, I don't think they're amazing. And I think they've downgraded some since they've lost uh, A.J. Brown, they lost Julio, who, I mean, was still kind of a bust. But uh, they haven't been playing great. Uh, or they look they look pretty bad in the postseason. I think we can all agree. Um, we got the Texans, which uh, I think that they're trending in the right direction, but not there yet. You have Jacksonville Jaguars. Ugh. So, ah! I mean, if, if you look at the opportunity here, um, you got um, – you know, a quarterback who's got uh, a ton of talent, who likes to throw the ball, um, and who is itching for some big wins. He had a very off season, but Matt Ryan, I mean, he's a really good quarterback. He's got a lot of weapons. He's got the run game there too. Um, I think the Would narrative you say makes that sense. He is a thrower. Um, he can throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, and the other thing is. He's uh, got the third easiest schedule. Ah, Pro third projected easiest schedule. So uh, I think that's really interesting. Um, but you know, I think it's definitely hard to figure out the AFC side. Uh, NFC, uh, I think it's, in my opinion, I think it's a little bit clearer. I think we're going to see the resurgence of the goat. I think we're going to see uh, the Bucks there. They have the seventh easiest schedule. Uh, they also have the highest projected win total of uh, 11.5 games. Uh, so I believe, Zach, there's a fan duel, or not fan duel, is it um, um, DraftKings, where you get uh, some type of promotion if you pick a team yep. to win it's, 10 or more. I'm it's, explaining this terribly. It's fan duel. You can bet 50 Okay. You bet $50 on a team to win the super bowl and every regular season win they have you get five dollars back so they just have to get 10 wins to um give you your you money back read about yeah yep That's so great. everyone take advantage of all the promos that you can if you're in a legal state if you're not you can probably get to a legal state easily uh, but there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of free money out there and you can triple quadruple your bankroll just by taking advantage of those yeah, and those Cincinnations, they can go out to um, <laughs> Indiana. Cincinnations. That's, I believe, it's the proper term. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I really like the Bucks. Um, I think Tom Brady is going to come out uh, guns blazing, um, and I think you know the the ease of play, uh, the ease of schedule is going to play into that. Uh, now the Colts, I think they'll meet up with the Bengals in um, the AFC Championship. Wow. NFC okay. side, um, yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you, Corey. I love the 49ers. Um, I also love the Rams this year. I think, um, you know, they, they've gotten a lot stronger. So one of those two. I'll stop yapping, though. So, so well, no, I, I, I got a quick question for you. Um, you do realize that you pick two quarterbacks who have faced each other in the Super Bowl. <laughs> different teams. Yeah. Both of them, different teams. Both of them, different teams. Very interesting. So if Matt Ryan gets to a 28-3 to lead, are you excited or are you not? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, but as cautious as the old Cleveland Browns fans who were up many times and saw that lead dissipate. Mm. <laughs> so, Very fair. Wait, what is your, is your Super Bowl pick Colts and Bucks? Yes. yes. And, and who to win? Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go AFC. I'm going to go Colts. All right. All right. So Stefan is going Indy over Tampa Bay. Yep. All right. AFC is so hard this year. You know, I was trying so hard to convince myself to take uh, the Broncos and Russell Wilson, but I mean, just the fact that the AFC West has the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Chargers, it's just stacked. Like, it's just too intense. I think that's, I think that's definitely going to be the hardest division this year. Oh, name uh, a better division. Sure. That's got to be the hardest. Oh, there's none. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That for sure is. I can do that. Okay. So let's see. What am I going to do in the AFC? <clears throat> I'm going to go the Ravens over the Bills. Wow. And in the NFC, I'm going to go Packers. Over San Francisco. Ooh. Wow. That's so spicy. Yeah. So Baltimore Green Bay Super Bowl. I'm going to take Baltimore over Green Bay. Very There we go. That's that's some bold picks. It is. I think. Baltimore is doing things a lot differently than the rest of the league, obviously, with Lamar. If if we look at last season, I think a lot of the public will assume Baltimore had a bad season and Lamar fell off and the league, air quotes, figured out um, Lamar Jackson. But, you know. Uh, they had they were just wrecked with injuries. They were. They were. Yeah. yeah. December 1st, they were 8-3, and three, number one seed in the AFC. Then I think all four of the running backs got injured. Yeah. Lamar missed, I, I don't even know, At five least games. two games. Yeah. They had to resort to Devontae Freeman. <laughs> and he actually had like a, he had a top 10 week too, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, I think, yeah, I've got a, I've got a ticket on Baltimore winning the Super Bowl and um you know, switching over to the NFC, Green Bay, yes, they lost Devontae. Everyone knows about that. That's been all the news this offseason, but their defense is way upgraded. They could have the best defense in the league this year. Agreed. Um, so let's just play this out. Pretend like it's not Green Bay. Just any team you want to imagine. They have the number one defense in the league. They have – can we agree Rodgers is a top five quarterback of all time? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, absolutely. They have a top five quarterback of all time, and they have an average offense around him. And he did ayahuasca before <laughs> to get his mind right, well, get his third his eye in play. <laughs> and well, he's inoculated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the eyes. 
Uh, so, uh, great. What does that remind you of, though? Uh, uh, one of the best quarterbacks of all time on yeah. an okay offense with weapons no one really cares about with an incredible defense. New England. New England. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. I see <laughs> I see Green Bay winning a bunch of games this year, scoring 21, well, you know, winning 21 to 0. I and I really think that you know, the division's going to play such a big part of it and they've got one of the weaker divisions. I mean, they've got the Bears, they've got Lions who could have a better year, but I mean, I think they're only projected as six wins. And then we've got the Vikings who could be really good or, yep. or bad. So That's right. That's right. All right. So some differing opinions there. Let's get into week one, Thursday night football. Can't wait. Buffalo Bills at the defending Super Bowl champ, Los Angeles Rams. I am seeing the spread as Bills favored by two. Stefan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm a little shocked at the line at being minus two. Um, I think the Rams, uh, it's a smash play here. I think Stafford's feeling better. That Everyone was a little hesitant about his arm. Um, he's got tendonitis of the elbow. Uh, but he seems to be doing a lot better. Um, I think that their offense has gotten a lot better with Allen Robinson. I'm very excited to see him play. I think they got two of the best uh, wide receivers in the league, and that's going to make a big impact. Um, let alone the, you know, the other side of the ball with their defense is incredible. And I don't think they've lost at home yet. Have they uh, not at the new stadium? Um, oh, I don't know. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure they have never lost at this stadium. So I don't think that that's going to start. And I mean, I'm going to take two free points and see if uh, they can have their first upset. All right, Corey, you on the same side? Yeah, I definitely am. Um, no, I, I, I agree that I think it's a little bit of a disrespectful line. Um, if you look at this team, they are the reigning champions at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I missing here? How are they not at least like even or something? Um, so being the underdogs, I think it's a smash play to go with the Rams. Um, McVay and company has made a lot of offseason moves, specifically on the offense. Um, you look at them uh, signing a new center, Brian Allen, um, three years, 18 million. Um, Allen Robinson, like Stefan mentioned, is a big move. And, you know, they're turning a high-powered offense into an even more clean-cut, high-powered offense. Now, I don't think it's going to be without its own, you know, tribulations and such, but um, this is really going to be a, a great game to start the season. We haven't seen a single snap from the Bills. We'll see what they are as a team and as a, a an organization this year. Um, but, yeah, I, I really like the Rams. Yeah. Okay. So I agree. To me, this line seemed disrespectful. I think part of it, I don't know how much we got to figure out a way to quantify this, but, but part of it is um, despite the Rams winning the Super Bowl, the public perception on the bills is better <laughs> than the Rams somehow. Right. Right. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, so let's just work through this exercise here. So, Stefan, what did we decide the home field advantage was for an average team in the NFL? Wasn't it? Uh, I think it's three, right? Two and a half, I three. Think that's two, I think it's come down, right? Didn't. <clears throat> um, okay, so let's assume it's two, all right? Then Rams open. So a Super Bowl champion opening the season is probably better than a normal game home field advantage, right? Yes. So should we give them three? Is that too generous just for home field advantage? All right. We'll give them three. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. I, sorry. I'm just looking this up, and it looks like it's 1.8 last year. 
Yeah, I thought that's the model we looked at. Let's just say 1.8. Yeah, 1. 8. So two, two, two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for two. being All Super right, Bowl so defenders. Yeah, we'll give them. We'll give them. Let's give them a point. Let's give them half a point. Not be too generous. So we'll say home field is worth two and a half for opening at home after winning a Super Bowl. Right, so if this means were, Buffalo's yeah. four and a half points, right? Yeah. So if this were on a neutral, you got Buffalo favored by a half a point. Buffalo at home, give them two points. That's so would you do three, four, four and a half? Yeah. On a neutral. Yeah. So Buffalo at home, you got to give them another two points. That'd be six and a half. Buffalo favored by six and a half. If this were in Buffalo, no way. Right? Definitely not. Not against the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> insane. And they didn't lose any of their major players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... D- disregard even the Super Bowl win and yeah. six, six and a half points is just are they saying insane. obj is making that big of a difference with Allen robinson oh, i think it's no. probably neutral if better. not better yeah, yeah i think so at this too. point in their careers yeah yeah all right well that's that's a round of rams and the spread has been interesting we've seen it everywhere from what uh bills by one up to bills by two and a half i it's probably not going to get to three but if this gets to three i gotta smash the rams like yeah, yeah, real absolutely. money, I mean, big bet. I mean, we we have said this many times in the past. Like, I just don't see them losing. And then next week we'll be on the <laughs> podcast and be like, they lost by thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Josh Allen is really, really good. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to Sunday night. We've got uh, Tampa Bay playing in Dallas. I think this is a rematch of week one a couple years, or last year, right? Tampa Bay hosted Dallas. Um, Dallas, let's see, Dallas is two and a half point dogs at home. Sunday night football. What are we thinking? Stefan, what do you got? Well, I mean, I don't really have a strong reason why i'm choosing this but (laughs) i just like the bucks here um any you you gotta look at those juicy lines and when it's against a team like this when it's under three that's i love that like i love a really high powered offense um with it with a spread that's under a field goal so i like i said i don't i don't have much logic to it um but yeah i mean i'll take the bucks minus two and a half all right Corey. this one is very clear and obvious to me and i have no idea why vegas is not on board with me i mean get it together guys what the hell <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is very okay i'm gonna start this off with a question um do you guys remember what dallas cowboys record was last year I think they had 10 wins. So according to this search engine called Google, they were 12 and 12 and five. Oh, wow. Okay. So a 12 and five team at home with a much healthier team than last year is somehow the underdogs against a team who, let me go ahead and talk to you about the injuries uh, for Tampa Bay, you've got a cornerback with an undisclosed injury, questionable for a week. Um, their primary center, injured reserve. Their uh, backup running back, Gio Bernard, questionable. Um, Russell Gage, questionable. Uh, <laughs> offensive tackle with an oblique injury, questionable. Hamstring, questionable. Uh, offensive guard, shoulder, questionable. You've got so many injuries and others who are on injured to reserve that are very important key elements to this offense that are not going to be present for this game away yet somehow the the boys are the dogs so for me this is a very easy clear smash play for the dallas cowboys at home yeah you you convinced me i i love that argument 
Um, I also think I have a theory that home field advantage is probably better in week one. Stefan, we should, we should look into that. Um, I, f- I feel like home field advantage is, is better on opening night, right? Or opening day. I think, I think so. Like it makes sense. Yeah. I think I made that point in the last podcast, but it's just a theory. But yeah, we, we should we should crunch the numbers and see. Yeah, we'll we'll test it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't have a good take on this this game. I don't think Dallas is going to be incredible this year. I I have my worries about Tampa Bay too, but two and a half at home. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Dallas as well. So there's your your Sunday night football. And with that what? in mind. <laughs> Is this our first one spot? Because I want to take a one spot here. Um, yeah, I guess so. If, if Corey calls it, he's he's better. Corey calls it. I was thinking about taking it, but honestly, you made such a compelling argument. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna <laughs> hope he didn't say anything. <laughs> All right, I am not gonna take that. So it's just Corey versus Stefan, unless Stefan wants to double it up. Uh, no, I'm not. interested. I'm interested. All right. So we've got a one, our, our one spot. We have one through five spot, which is the same as units. Corey and Stefan are betting one unit, what we'll call one yeah. spot on the Sunday same night. Same as corn dogs too. And hamburgers. Okay. So one corn dog this game. Yeah. Um, oh, I just realized Sunday is nine 11 as well. Huh? Oh, which New York team, team is at home? Which New York team is at home? Michigan? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, the Giants are not at home. Yeah. You want to bet on yes. the Jets? The Jets plus seven against the Ravens. <laughs> but, uh, that's the a good Ravens one to cover. That kills your pick'em. Joe Joe Flacco. Mm. Elite. Yeah, I love this All show right. on Apple TV. Please, Joe Flacco. <laughs> Not the name of no it. No idea. I don't know. Are you trying to make a joke? <laughs> Where's the cricket button? <laughs> Was that a cricket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know Joe Flacco, that really popular show. Jason Sudeikis won a bunch of uh, Emmy Emmys. 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 I don't know about any of that, but it sounds like magic to me. <laughs> While you look up um, to cover your comment there, I'm going to move on. Oh, to sorry. Monday night. Sorry. <laughs> so, classic mix up Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. oh, there we go. Okay. That is. <laughs> I get it. Classic mix up. Denver at Seattle, the return. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> the return. <laughs> return of Russell Wilson. Um, well, the spread is six and a half. Obviously, Denver is favored. And this is probably the fishy line of the week here. Let me paint a picture for you guys. Mm. Everybody loses their asses on Sunday, right? Who are people going to be betting on? They're going to be betting on Kansas City minus six, Colts minus seven, uh, San Francisco minus seven, Bengals minus six and a half, Baltimore minus seven. Most of those are probably going to lose. And people coming into Monday night, they're going to want a, a for sure winner. And how can you bet against the future Hall of Famer returning home, Russell Wilson, less than a touchdown? And this line's probably going to go down to six, five and a half, five maybe. Everybody, everybody's going to be on Denver. God, I love Seattle. Six and a half points. This could be one of three games that um, Pete Carroll wins all year, but he's been preparing all summer for this. Um, Russell Wilson may end up in the Super Bowl this year, but not not this game. Seahawks win straight up. Two words for you, Zach. Yes. Russell Wilson? 
<laughs> let's ride oh, let's ride okay. all right, all russell right. wilson baby uh i mean this is easy for me i i get the narrative of you know being contrarian because that is super important and the entire season we're going to be talking about that to get money but in this scenario this is the right line six and a half it, who's the quarterback there Gino, <laughs> yes. Gino, yeah, is Gino, Gino yeah. going to be able to do anything against this Broncos defense? Which sure they're pro- they're probably going to be average, <laughs> but nah, I don't think this is going to be anywhere close to covering for him. This will be um, easily covered. Um, you look at the the wide receiver core um, that's coming into another year uh, together with a, a true quarterback that Russell Wilson has spoken about. Um, specific pieces of Cortland Sutton being amazing. You've got Javante Williams, who um, is coming into this is his second year, right? Um, and he should be the guy over Melvin Gordon. Um, no, this is no doubt for me going to be Denver. All right. Well, we got a one spot there, right? I'll take it. Absolutely. Stefan? Um, let me look something up real fast. All right. Because you're you're going to be a part of the one spot no matter what side you pick. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, all right. So imagine that you spent uh what is that? 9 years in playing for a team who loves you. The fan base just loves you. Yeah, and I can relate. You take a massive <laughs> <laughs> You take a massive trade. Uh, you go to another team, and the very first game, you're playing against a fan base who considers you a traitor. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how that's going to play with Russell Wilson's psyche, going right. back to a city that everyone loved him, and I'm sure he's he's probably going to get booed. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I don't think. I don't so. know. I'll bet you a five spot um, on that one. Less oh. <laughs> that there's no booze i'll i'll bet you <laughs> that's subjective we can't measure it <laughs> oh, oh i heard it i heard it i heard a boo i heard a boo <laughs> it was like Corey's Corey's big super bowl pick was uh will someone be sh- will, will something be announced by yeah. <laughs> well they said Gronk's name 12 times by the third yeah. quarter i was like Are i you heard it measure that yeah all right, continue. So I think, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure Pete Carroll knows this is not going to be his season. They're not playing for the Super Bowl. They're they're playing for a winning record at best, I think. Uh, and I think the main thing that they're playing is to win this game. And with that being said, I think the narrative is there uh, that I'm going to take the Seahawks with uh, six yeah, and a half baby. points. And, Bring it on. Uh, once uh we got a one spot let's ride sounds good one spot all around not a five spot some money on week one i'm excited you man we can up it let me have another glass and i'll think about it all right you drink another glass (laughs) we'll go for a five spot baby that's right What was that soundtrack? <laughs> One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. Lou Vega? Yeah, you heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we got one more pick to make. We're making um we're making our choice of the week. Is either one of you super passionate about a game? I want to hear it. Yeah. I'm pretty passionate. Oh I'm pretty passionate. Okay, well, yeah. Corey, you go, you go. Okay, awesome. Talking about a year two quarterback with a head coaching change with a team that was just absolutely awful last year, had some massive injuries that were detrimental to the team. I am taking the Jacksonville Jaguars to move all. Two and a half, guys. Two and a half underdogs against the Washington Commanders, who I think we can all agree is not going to be a great team. Um, Sure, they should be better than they were last year, but this is my argument for Jacksonville is that, again, I I mentioned it earlier in the show, 
year two quarterbacks are going to take a step up. And Trevor Lawrence was drafted to be a generational talent. Talent is going to win out in this situation. Um, he was the 101. He has a new head coach that is focused on the game, not his wiener. And <laughs> I, like, I, I really, I really do think that a healthy Jacksonville is going to be a, a different storyline than it was last year. So, Corey, how many points to this spread is the um, non-focus on the wiener worth? Would you say is it a half point <laughs> or a full point? I, I'll give it a full point, honestly. Yeah, it takes a lot of attention. It does it's a um. So, I have one thing to say about that pick. Yes. I got five on it. Oh, down. I, want, <laughs> I want a five spot on that. What do you think? Oh. Um. Yeah, I'm in. Oh right. boy, we got a five. I'm spot in on a five spot. spot. Yep. <laughs> I am. Oh. My nipples are hard. <laughs> Stefan is sweating. <laughs> he has a hot flash. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, thoughts? You want to get in on that bet? You want to split that with me? Um, I don't think so. All right, give me your pick then. Uh, hold on. Uh, okay. Well, I'll give you my pick. Right. I'll think about the. Well, that's a lot of money to be. <laughs> I'm gonna puss out of that one. All right. Uh, we've talked a lot about narratives tonight, and mm-hmm. I think this is the biggest narrative. Yeah, I think this is the biggest narrative of uh, week one. We've got uh, Cleveland Browns going again to Carolina up against Baker Mayfield, who, you know, there's a lot of bad blood there. Uh, Baker's known for stepping up when um, – he feels threatened. I think if you look at the Joe Burrow game, uh, you know, we've got, um, he had a phenomenal game. I think this was last year. This might've been the year before, but um, he is not injured anymore. Uh, I think that played a big impact to uh, his abilities uh, last year. And I definitely think that the Carolina Panthers took a big step up from Sam Darnold and from really any other passing quarterback with him uh, the last few years that I could think of. So the spread is minus one at home. I just don't see how the Panthers are going to lose. I think it's a smash play. Got to clip that audio right there. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love that pick. I love it. Baker Mayfield, revenge narrative. Revenge narratives are so fun to bet on. And I would love to bet against you, but I can't because I'm all about it. CMC back. Let's go. You want to play that clip again? No, I'm not. I I think all the Baker highlights from this season are going to come from game one. It's going to be fantastic for him. Um, Yeah, I agree with your narrative there. And minus one, that's, that's moved down, right? Yeah, it was minus two. I maybe two and a half. I don't maybe know. Two and a half in some spots. Yeah, it's currently minus one juiced a little. Um, so yeah, good pick. I like it. All right. Let's see. You guys think of mine. I, I don't think Corey's gonna bet against this, so I'm gonna start. And we're sitting at a key number. Going. A key number of six here. And although I love the Chiefs this season, um, I gotta go with the Cardinals plus six at home love it too many points you know let's let's work this backwards again if this game were in kansas city um let's see chiefs would lose two points for home field advantage they'd be eight on a neutral they would be plus 10 in kansas city are you kidding me that's a joke yeah that that's an absolute joke arizona at home plus six that's my uh that's my choice pick of the week and i think like Almost all the games, not all the games, but a lot of the games that uh, the Chiefs played last year, they did not cover. Like it was, yeah, it's actually a large amount. No, so I, I think, think it's, it's a important. Great play. Yeah, it's important to note that this past year we saw Patrick Mahomes not the way that he has, not the way that the image has been burned into our brains. We have this image of Patrick Mahomes being the greatest 
we all do. He, he has done some incredible things on the field, um, some incredible highlights. But um, last year has shown that he does have some chinks in his armor. And you take away Tyreek Hill. You have a very old Travis Kelsey. And I don't know. Arizona Cardinals should be pretty good. I also uh, I also like the Chargers a lot this week. Okay. Minus three versus the Raiders. Love that. Yeah. All right. We're through the games. Um, let's just do – let's each pick the game we're most excited to watch that is not a primetime game. I um, am – I'm interested to see yeah. the Packers' new offense as well as their defense and the Vikings with a new head coach in Minnesota. Um probably the most electric stadium in the NFL, I'd say. Um, so Green Bay at Minnesota is mine. Uh, man, there's there's a few games I'm excited about. Stefan, uh, you, you cannot pick Cincinnati <laughs> if you're well, going to the I game. Mean, <laughs> obviously, yeah, though. But uh, I'm really excited about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they've got a lot Ooh, of yeah. talent coming their way. They've got Tyreek coming in. They've got a bunch of new running backs coming in. Favorite a lot of weapons there. Um, yep. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun to watch them. So, um, I mean, they're one of the teams I'm definitely looking at. I think and, the Colts-Texans uh, game is also going to be really exciting. Yeah, great I think point. People are really cold on the Texans. And, um, you know, we've been talking about that uh, second-year quarterback play. I think that we could see it here, too. Be interesting. Yeah. I I'm love that ex- Dolphins Sorry. pick too, because it's always interesting to watch the Patriots. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. All right, Corey. No, I, I'm excited for a division rivalry that is kind of going under the radar this week because, um, you know, there's some question marks at quarterback and on, on both teams actually. But uh, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons. I've always been a fan of the Saints, and um, you've got Alvin Kamara who is definitely going to be there even with looming suspension probably going to be coming next year um it should be a very fun game to watch in atlanta um just a lot of question marks it's a low over under 42 and a half points that i think should be exceeded um but yeah i think it'll be a fun one to watch all right that's a wrap for week one you guys got anything else for the people Let's go. So excited. That's right. All right. We'll talk next week. All right. See you guys.